It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley. This offseason has been full of surprises. The Robbie Ray trade, the Jared Kelnick trade, Tyoscar Hernandez signing a one-year deal for $23.5 million. The type of contract that Otani signed, deferring it the way he did. So I got five more surprises that we're going to play through here with the reasons why. How we build up to Blake Snell on the Cubs, Corbin Burns to the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger to the Braves, Josh Hader to the Yankees, and Dylan Cease to the Red Sox. We're going to run through those five surprises, how they could happen. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Give me a surprise. Give me a surprise signing or trade that you think is going to happen between now and spring training. Make sure to hit that like if you have not yet. Those of you that are live, we have a strong like goal of 100. I know it says 250, but I'm going to fix that right now. Those of you watching the premiere, make sure to hit that like. And those of you watching on your time outside of the premiere, make sure to hit that like if you enjoyed the video. Let's me know you're in enjoying the content that's coming out and helps us get to our goal. Let's start out right at the top. Big one, Cody Bellinger. Now it makes sense. It all seems like it's geared up and headed towards a reunion with the Chicago Cubs. He's just not getting the market that he thought he was going to have. But what if the Atlanta Braves stepped up and stepped in? How are we going to get there? Let's run through the scenario. First thing that happens Bellinger takes a shorter deal. Instead of the $200 million over six or seven years, maybe he looks at a two or three year deal. Or he takes a five five or six, but there's an opt out after two. And it's obvious he's going to opt out after the first two years. So if he takes a shorter deal, we could see that happening. And then you say, well, the Braves don't have room for him. Well, in this scenario, Marcel Ozuna is going to be traded. Think about the power bats that are available on the market. There's really only two or three left at this point. J.D. Martinez, Jorge Soler. And after that, that's it. Marcel Ozuna may develop a marketplace once those two are off the board. So that would open up a spot in that lineup. And that lineup with Cody Bellinger looks pretty dangerous. And Atlanta... You are gearing up. Listen, things have to happen. We have to play the games. We have to get through the postseason. But we are gearing up for what feels like a Braves and Dodgers NLCS. Now, I know Philly fans, you want to raise your hand. NL Central fans, whether you're the Cubs, the Cardinals, Arizona fans, you want to. I understand that. And, and you very well may get there. But on paper, when we're putting together, when, when, when we're making predictions on what's going to happen for 2024, we're going to hear a lot of Braves and Dodgers, which means they're headed for a clash, headed for a clash in the postseason. Maybe it's the NLCS. Maybe the way seedings work out, it happens earlier. Any clash during the regular season, that's your target. That is your competition. Load up if you're the Atlanta Braves, and you do that with Cody Bellinger. Let's move on to our next surprise. Blake Snell feels like... With all the information we're hearing, it could be the Angels or the Yankees that get Blake Snell. But why not the Chicago Cubs? Could the Cubs step up and take that rotation from good to great? Here's the scenario. 
If the Cubs miss out on Cody Bellinger, let's say Belly surprises us and goes to a surprise team, whether it's the Braves or whoever. But let's say they miss out on bringing Cody Bellinger back. I believe at that point, they will focus heavily on pitching and defense. And in that world, they would also be inclined to bring Matt Chapman in to be the third baseman. So you go and bring Matt Chapman in at third base and you add Blake Snell to the rotation. You have Steele and Snell at the top, Tyone and Hendricks in the middle, and the back of that rotation are the young kids that you'll play the hot arm, Wicks and Assad for that rotation. Looks pretty good. Cubs need to get better. And if Belly comes off the board, how are you going to get better? With your rotation. And with your defense, that's something I could see certainly playing out. Let's move on to Corbin Burns. Sounds like the Brewers are going to hold on to Corbin Burns. But wait a minute. What if the Dodgers can step up and make a trade? Now, maybe this isn't just Burns. Maybe this is Burns and Devin Williams. But we're going to focus on Corbin Burns because of those two, he seems more likely to get moved. What's the scenario that brings us to Corbin Burns and the Dodgers? Well, what if there is some Clayton Kershaw uncertainty that the Dodgers are picking up? The rehab isn't going well. He's thinking about retiring. He's giving some weight to any Texas Ranger talk. If that is the scenario, then the Dodgers may look at Corbin Burns and the fact that he's a rental and roll with it. We also might have rumors of a rival team stepping up and trading for Corbin Burns. What if the Giants do? What if we hear about the Atlanta Braves? You know, the Braves have been linked to Dylan Cease. What if the Braves are linked to Corbin Burns? Maybe the Dodgers are motivated by what they're hearing out there with a rival team looking like they may jump and grab Corbin Burns. Burns in a Dodgers rotation looks sick. Yamamoto, Burns at the two, then Glasnow, Bueller, Miller. That's a five that gets the job done. Comment below. Let me know what you think about these so far. Here we go. Let's get to Josh Hader. Feels like it's really down to two teams, Dodgers or Rangers, though there are a few other teams I would not count out completely, but it feels like these two would be the betting favorites. But what if the New York Yankees stepped up and they made a move for the closer? Now, why might they do that? Let's run the scenario. If they miss out on a starting pitcher, if they miss out on Montgomery, they miss out on Snell, let's say Monty goes to the Rangers, Snell goes to the Angels, next thing you know, Yankees are looking at Marcus Stroman. I'm kidding. But you could have the Yankees have to pivot, and maybe they figure, okay, well, we are, we are what we are with that rotation. If we're really going to improve things, let's look at the bullpen, because that will be the area they could do it. Hater, if he is still a free agent at the end of January, I think that there is a scenario where the Yankees could jump in and you add him to that bullpen. I mean, look at the bullpen as it is. When, when, now, look, Hater's going to be the closer, so the fact that he's a lefty isn't as valuable as a lefty in, in the middle innings, but you'll look at the left handed element here. Victor Gonzalez is the guy, and then it's all righties. So Josh Hader, you add him in there. He's a lefty arm. Again, he's the closer, so it's not as impactful as somebody like an Andrew Chafin or somebody like that or, or, or Matt Moore. But it's a lefty arm 
and it really, most importantly, adds to this bullpen, upgrades to this bullpen in a major way. Let's keep going. Dylan Cease. Now, seems like, based on the reporting, that the White Sox have talked to everybody. There, Chris Getz is asking for the world in return, and I don't think he's going to get it. Likely that Dylan Cease remains with the White Sox into the 2024 season. But what if Chris Getz brings his asking price down? Or what if a team decides, you know what, forget it. We are willing to overpay. What if the Boston Red Sox are that team? Let's run the scenario. If Boston misses out on Montgomery, he goes to the Rangers. And Snell, he goes to the New York Yankees. Then the Red Sox are in heavy need to execute on this trade because that rotation, headlined by Lucas Giolito and Brian Bayo, is not going to be enough. Also have to consider if this team does not want to commit long-term to any of the starting pitching options, then something like Dylan Cease, where you're trading for a piece, he's two years, maybe they're okay with that. Some teams would want to trade for Corbin Burns or Dylan Cease and extend them. Maybe there are some teams that are okay with paying the rental price and then comfortable not being locked in long-term. Take a look at what the Red Sox rotation would look like. He would certainly automatically be inserted as the SP1, the ace for the Boston Red Sox. It's still a little suspect there the rest of the way. I think Brian Bayo has the highest ceiling here. And Cutter Crawford's not bad either, but there's a lot of question marks with this rotation. Is This Red Sox team under Craig Breslow is trying to build something new here. Dylan Cease would be the way to go. Again, we have been surprised countless times this offseason. These are five more surprises. Comment below. What surprise do you like the most? Or, if you don't like any of them, give me a surprise that you're thinking of for any of these teams that we just discussed or your favorite team if it has not been discussed. Ballcap Nation. I salute you. Thank you for coming in and watching the video. Make sure to stay close to the channel by subscribing and turning the notifications on. And if you have not yet, make sure to hit that like while we are here live during the premiere. Would love for you to get us up over that like goal or at least close to it as possible. And comment down below. We have our comment goal as well. That's it for this one, everybody. Thank you for coming in. Remember, if it's low, let it go. And if it's high, let it fly.